Alright guys, welcome to episode 49 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I am Ever Castro. And this week we're going to talk about... Uh, we're going to talk passionately about the most so-so movie ever made. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to talk about uh, a couple shows we've been watching. And let's see, what else was it? The NFL Draft, right? The, or was there something in the middle there? I feel like there might have been something in the middle. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think. No, nah, that was the two shows we've been watching. I, feel, oh. I thought there was something else. I think that was I don't it. fucking know. Okay, yeah, the NFL Draft. Um, talk about the NFL Draft and lofty aspirations for next season. Uh, but first... As usual, we'll start with what we've been watching. Yeah, yeah. So we both watched um, the same thing this week, right? Absolutely. We yeah. absolutely did. Yeah, we watched uh, Mortal Kombat. And we did not watch it in a theater. Because after the views came, it cranked in, uh, <laughs> sat at a solid, rotten 55%. I, well, I actually did. I actually did watch it in a oh, theater. Oh, you watched it in a theater? Oh, yeah, okay. I, went, I went last night. And um, yeah, it, I mean, it, it was like empty. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it was, like, me, and then, like, somebody way down on my end, somebody way on the other end, and then, like, ten people, like, scattered around the rest. Okay. So, um, but it was nice, because then later on in the movie, toward the climax, or I got, like, I, like, put one shoulder on the left, and, like, I stretched out my legs through, like, three seats on the other side, and I was like, you know nah. what? This isn't too bad. This isn't too <laughs> this bad. This is the it, way movies are meant to be watched. <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't a theater. It wasn't one of those theaters that, like, reclines... Right. It was like more like um, how can I say it? like um, it's just like a regular schmegular, regular theater. like stadium seating kind of mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So let's see. So it was at a, I believe. You know what? Let me check what it's at right now. Let's see. Rod I think it's fifty-five still. I feel like fifty-five is generally what it's been at. Oh, it's up to fifty-six. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So like, I, I, I that's, feel like that's one of those. To me, that's one of those Rotten Tomatoes scores, right? Where it's saying, to me, basically, that it's like, this is not for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you may like it, but, like, most people probably won't. Or or it's like, take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that score kind of relates to that as the movie, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if a movie gets a 55, to me, it's like... I mean, they're like, they're like, it's not complete dog shit, but like, and honestly, like, that's kind of how I feel about the movie as a whole, where it's like, yeah. 55 sounds about right, where there's equal amounts of good stuff and equal amounts of bad stuff. I right. honestly think this is like one of the few movies where, you know, you could say that where it's pretty much equal and like catch me on a bad day. And I'll probably be like, skip this. You don't need it. Blah, 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 blah. Catch me on a good day. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like fun, right? Like yeah. it, it's so bizarre. Cause I, I can't even remember the last time that there was a movie kind of like this, where I felt this way. Um, I'm sure there's one that we talked about on here that I felt that way about. Um, but do you, uh, do you want to just, we could go through like, but we, since, I mean, do you feel the same? Cause they feel the same way. Yeah. I, I think it's like, so. Like, like there were, there were things I thought were cool. There it's weird because 
Hmm. I'm trying to think. So I feel like a movie could, uh, if we're talking about the kind of movie where it's like, eh, you know, good and bad. The thing was, I felt like in this, the highs weren't super high and the lows weren't super low. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, there could be the opposite, which is that, like, the highs are out of fucking control and then you just get dog shit in the middle and then another, like, super big high. But I didn't get yeah. that. It just felt like super kind of like a walk in the park. You know what I mean? Like, nothing mm-hmm. crazy's happening. Like, you see you see something you like, you're like, oh, that's cool. And then you just, like, kind of, you know, you're just kind of moving from thing to thing and then something yeah. happens. You're like, that's not bad. But, like, yeah. you're never, like... Jesus Christ, I'm watching this movie? Like, I yeah. never had that. Like, at no point in time in this movie-watching experience was I like, cut this shit the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel the exact same way. And I feel I feel like you said there's no highs, no lows. And I feel a good comparison would be... Now, I'm using this comparison to say, like, just to, to give you an example of, of what it felt like more than, like, the actual quality. So, yeah. you know, Drake has two albums... More life and views, and yeah. I think I've always said I like views. I've, I've liked them both better because they end up averaging about the same. Meaning mm-hmm. that I think more life, all of the songs are like seven or eight. He doesn't go high, higher than that, but he also doesn't go lower. Mm-hmm. Whereas views, he has like a few on there that I would consider tens, where I'm like, fuck yeah, like, right. I love this song forever, and I'll love it forever, and it'll always be with me. And then some songs that I'm just like, oh my god, like what the fuck is this? Like they're like f- right. four or fives, but it, it ends up totaling about the same. And I feel like that's how it is about this one, where this one's more like more life, where you know it, it hits a little bit above in a couple pot- spots, but also you know the bad spots are like, Ugh, but they don't last too long, where you're like, fuck, like whatever. Um, right, and even the bad spots are more just like. To me, the bad spots were just like, nothing's really happening, or I'm not, like, I'm just not interested, yeah. versus, like, other movies where there are bad spots, and I'm like, yo, this shit's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, do you, since it's pretty 50-50, do you want to do, like, just talk about some things that we really liked, and then some things that we didn't really like? Yeah, and then... so here's the deal. I'm not going to worry about spoiling this movie, because it's Mortal Kombat, and I feel like this is the kind of movie where, like, if you wanted to watch it, you'd probably watch it. <laughs> by the time this is out, I don't feel like I don't feel like there's a whole going to be a whole lot of people that are on the fence and then like are like, oh, but don't spoil it for me. You know what I mean? Like, like right, I feel right. like this is going to be the kind of movie where someone's like, I don't know. And then if I say anything that happens in it, like they're they're not going to be like, oh well, no, I'm definitely not watching this. Is already know what happens. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not too worried about it. Are you? Are you worried that like? Um, I mean, maybe not just like specifics. So like, if it gets to the end, toward the end, we could just like instead of running into specifics, we just be like, well. You know, when that part happened, you know what I mean? Like, not, not like... Yeah, okay. All right, so... Uh, all right, so what are some what are some things you liked about it? Um, so I, I think... Did I... I, mean, I was texting my brother. Oh, I think I was texting my brother or my friend... My friend Andy. No, I was texting my friend Andy. And I told okay. him I, I really liked three characters. I really liked Kano, mm-hmm. Scorpion, mm-hmm. and Sub-Zero. In terms of, like, their look and, like, just, like, you go, oh, that's pretty cool, right? Like, they, they do a good job. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the, the movie sort of comes to life i don't know or like it zips along better when kano comes into the movie and i'm like for oh my sure gosh. Like, yeah like it's like somebody with an like an actual character i mean or like with a personality and he's an asshole and he has like the one-liners but he's kind of a dick right like right. much more than anything before at least mm-hmm. um and then sub-zero i think i mean he it's i'm like you know, what's weird like, to me is that like I agree that those are probably like my favorite characters in in the movie because I mm-hmm. feel like they might as well be 
really the only characters in the movie. <laughs> like, like everything else is just kind of there. Um, yeah. yeah. But with that being said, like, and I, I do think this is one of the things that clearly brings this movie down is that there are only three characters that seem to either a matter or b be interesting in any sort of way, right? Yep. Yep. And other than Kano, you only get two of them at basically the beginning and end. Like, 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 mm-hmm. like the whole middle. Like, I, I mean, I guess Sub Zero shows up. Yeah, he does show up a couple times for cool scenes, but even then, he's more just like a plot device at that point, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like the uh, without giving anything away. There's. The there, have you seen a trailer? Have you yeah, seen yeah. the? Tra- there's a scene in the trailer that happens like kind of near the beginning, kind of like middle beginning. Mm-hmm. Where he's walking down a street. Oh yeah, with the ice, and he like yep. throws at it, throws it yeah. at the car. Yeah, the, yeah, even like that is a cool scene, and I'm like, oh, Sub Zero's lit. But realistically, he's not doing anything in that scene. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's, there's like it's... he's just like, like he's like, uh, you guys need to leave this place. And so yeah. like, he's like, like the worst assassin. He's like, yes. he like he could literally just walk up, you know, take off his mask, walk up next to what's his name, dude, <laughs> yeah. and then just like. Ice bike, uh, and then run away. Right? Yeah, like he doesn't. But also, but but instead, my man's inside buying a burger at a diner. <laughs> like, yeah, he's got a taste like, for the theatrical, like Batman. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's that's a problem for me. That's one of the things that brings the movie down. Is that like there are three characters who are interesting, and like two of them are kind of just whatever. You know, yes. like like, like right. they're not really in it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I, I and then the main guy, I, I I like him. Okay, like I know they had to make a new character for the show. Nah, he's fucking whack, bro. And that's he's another boring. <laughs> he is just kind of like, what do you mean? My tattoo is a thing, but it's a birthmark, man. I don't yeah. believe this this tournament crap, man. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And you know what? But, though? So here's my problem. It's clearly just the actor to me. Like like they're. The, so the reason they put him there is so that there's, like, kind of a logical reason to introduce all these characters. At least that's what the director said. I don't know yeah. if he... I, he was like, we use this character who's not in the game because it gives us a way for, like, this character who has no relation to anybody else to see people and basically be like, who the fuck is that? And then right, get right, the answer yeah. without it being, like... Without, without like, fucking Sonya and Jax see fucking... Kano, right? Mm. And then, like, just because they saw him, they're like, that's Kano, Black Dragon guy. Like, and it's like, why did you tell each other that when you both know that information? You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, um, what was I going to say? Uh, it's like, um, he's the audience surrogate, right? He's the, yeah, he's, he's, the, he's, he's the avatar for the audience. Yeah, he's the Ellen Page in Inception, or, um, uh, who else is like an audience surrogate? Like the like of uh, Jake Sully and Avatar, right? Like they're like right. main characters, but they're like just like there for just to be like. What? It's for you to Wait, be who? like, Wait, yeah, huh? exactly. this guy is, is at the same spot with you. Like this right, guy is right. getting like you guys had the same amount of information walking in, so he's going to help you stay on track. You know what I mean? Right, right. And if, um, if this guy walks into frame and the main character doesn't know who the fuck it is, don't feel bad that you don't know who the fuck it is because you're yeah. about to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and ooh, um, um, I ooh, I thought his fight with Goro, I thought that looked pretty good. I I thought when that when that fight happens in the barn, and I was like, okay, like he comes out of the barn, I'm like, oh, I'm already like wincing. I'm like, it's not gonna look good because it never looks good. Goro to have... never looked good. 
You didn't like you didn't think he looked I thought he looked good in like the close ups and I was just no. I was like No, I thought he looked good in this movie. I just meant like previously Oh like oh. in old Mortal Kombat movies and even if you don't say like even I just feel like mid two thousands there's no way for something like that to look no, good. No, you know what I mean? No, absolutely not. And that's what I was gonna say is like anytime that there's a fight between a large character and a human sized character, it always looks funky. I think one of the only times that it's looked even remotely good is the fight in the first Avengers where Thor is fighting Hulk. Yep. And he like punches him, and I'm like, that looks good. Like, looks, like, Even looks Ragnarok. Good. Well, I mean, that's more new, but I think Ragnarok and Hulk fighting. Oh yes, mm-hmm. Thor yes, and, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, and you know, they have all the money in the world, and then this one's a little bit more smaller budgeted. And so when he comes out of the barn, I'm like, it's not gonna look good. It's gonna look kind of bad, but it actually looks good. And that's one yeah. of the things I do like. That's what I'm saying is that every time that there's something where it's like right. good, yeah. and like that fight or like the fatality with. Um, What's his name? Kung Lao yeah, with Kung his Lao. hat. Yeah. Um, there's like dumb shit. Like he just comes in and like grabs him and sucks his soul. I'm like, why didn't you just do that with all of them, right? And right. Radon's just like, I can teleport you, but I can't teleport everybody. But I can teleport some people at times yeah. when it's plot convenient. I'm like, oh my god. So the problem is, is that like people that make video games are not always great storytellers because the skill set. For making a video game has jack shit to do with the story for like with like the skill set for telling a story coherently, right? Right, right. So when you make a video game movie, like it, it's weird because we talked about this that like don't play it up super campy, just lean into it, right? Like the video mm-hmm. game thing. But I think you still have to pick and choose what those things are. Because if not, you get the Shang Tsung thing, right? Like, right, because, right, right, right. Because that's what he does in the game sometimes. And the reason mm-hmm. that he doesn't do it in the game all the time is just like, people are strong, so sometimes it doesn't always work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like, also you get a bunch of convoluted dog shit as the games go on, and you've made nine of them with the same fucking characters, even right. though like somebody should have died a thousand times. You know what I mean? So like, we, we gotta do this crazy shit to just make a game work. So, like, you just got to be more particular, I think, with the things you pull in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, so just like you said, there's something good, right? And then there's immediately something bad or vice versa. Yeah. So, for me, it was like, I'm trying to think. So, he's getting, things are not looking good for our hero at the beginning of this barn fight, correct? If I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what he does. He's Mr. Get so the that's, shit beat out of him. So, yeah, that is. That's like the very first thing you learn about this guy is that he gets the shit beat out of him. Like the guy, <laughs> the guy's like, just because you can punch doesn't mean you like. He's like, you don't play defense at all. You just get the shit beat out of him. It's like the mm-hmm. first thing you hear. Um, so like, he's getting the shit beat out of him, mm-hmm. and then like he gets his what the fuck do they call it in this movie? Oh, uh, uh, on. Ankana, uh, I think it's, it's something like, Kana. Yeah, like it's like your your the power, your spark, your, your power. Like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Your, your superpower is realized. Um, his is the wackest shit ever, bro. <laughs> it's the wack, <laughs> bro. It's the Black Panther right. suit. Yeah, but worse. Like, it, <laughs> like I'm trying. Like, oh god. All right. So let me let me. All right. So Liu Kang found his spark, right? And he was like. I got these fireballs I can make, and I can summon a fucking dragon. You know what I mean? Like, out of fire. I can do all this cool shit. It's like, yo, that's dope. 
fucking Kung Lao. First of all, this logic is gone when you get the Kung Lao's thing, right? Like, like the the spark is like this thing that you gain. Kung Lao's spark is he can like control a hat. Like, 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 so, like, like which, which came first, the hat or the power? Right. <laughs> but my man's just walking around with a hat that was, like, <laughs> and, and then he was, he was like, like oh. And he was like, well, I guess I, this hat was originally a fashion statement, but now it's a part of me. Um, yeah, so I can either become a carpenter and chop, you know, cut some wood, or I can become a deadly world defending uh, superhero. Like, what um, if, what if, what if, like, what if Kung Lao didn't always wear that hat and he just happened to be wearing it the day he got a spark? And he was like, he did a hat trick, and he was like, bro, I don't even like this hat like that. Now I gotta fucking use it yeah, all the no, time. Like, oh. <laughs> uh-huh. He tried a different hat, and it didn't work. He was like, fuck, man, I gotta use the same hat. Like, fuck, God damn it. <laughs> this plain-ass um, hat. Um, yeah. But anyway, so, like, Liu Kang gets his. It's fire. Mm-hmm. Fucking Sub-Zero is just fucking forms ice out of nothing. Scorpion, really? Did he even find his? Like, I don't even know what the fuck his deal is, honestly. Like, yeah. And how did he have his power? Because he didn't have his thing anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't fucking know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like this, everything that's good in this movie, oh, there's like stuff that you go, wait, what the fuck? But that's the thing, though, is he didn't. Did they ever show him having that mark? Yeah, at the beginning, right? Did Did they show him having one at the very beginning? I think so. I'm I'm pretty sure. Was it on his wrist? I think so, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And then it dis- when he got killed, when he got stabbed, it, like, disappeared. Okay, so... Okay, I anyways. Think... I don't remember. It, but doesn't <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but anyways, like, Scorpion has cool shit, Sub-Zero has cool shit. My man got, like, he was like, a suit. Like, that's the thing, a, a suit. You, like, here is your... He got Kung Lao's, right? Kung Lao was like, here's a hat. He was like, cool. <laughs> and he was like, here's... <laughs> Here's a suit. And he was like, cool. But then what made it more whack to me is that, like, he also just got, like, two weapons. Like, 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 I don't, like, he got two Tomfa. Like, anybody can have those. Like, like, your power is a thing that anybody could pick up. But they're like special saying? ones, bro. They're special. Uh, oh, uh, why? Dating. Because they came out of nowhere? <laughs> like, 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 his power is just... Somebody who knew there was a fight coming. Like, like, like his power is that he can impromptu be ready for a fight. But if mm-hmm. someone knew there was a fight, they could just wear the same things he had and have two weapons that are what he has. Like, like at least Black Panther had a suit, right? But Black Panther still had the strength of the Black Panther. Like, 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 <laughs> like even without the suit, he was still, like, impressive, right? Mm-hmm. This dude, literally, we watched him get the shit kicked out of him with no suit. Like, like it just, like... With the Killmonger fighting Black Panther, they had to give him something to bring him to level ground, right? They were like, we need to give you this so the strength will be stripped away. And now you're like a normal guy, right? <laughs> right. This dude's like, you just got the shit kicked out of you. That's it. Like, Black That's Panther it. was holding his own. This hey. dude's like, nah, you just you just eating dicks over here. You can't even you can't even beat this amateur MMA fighter. And like like and now you get this suit. And and two weapons. Like it, 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 you didn't do anything. <laughs> you could have walked into this uh, this lair with the same suit, just and two weapons. You know, like you uh, could have you could have bought those somewhere. You could have those tailor made. Like exactly. you, your fucking power is garbage, bro. <laughs> also, uh, yo, now that we're here, mm-hmm. bro, what? 
What was Jax's power? Was Jax just never going to have a power until someone ripped his arms off? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, somebody, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about how, like, some of these, like, the power, just because they, they were trying to make a, like, in the video game, it's just like, oh, you just, like, get your strongest fighters, right? Right. And they just they happen have to special... have the power. Yeah, exactly. Right? And this this is, like, their way of being, like, well, like, we can't just have anybody have a power, like, right? Like, then what's what are the rules, right? But th- that's the thing is that Mortal Kombat, there's, like, no rules, right? You just get your heroes, and they just have powers. Earthrealm literally, Raiden in Mortal Kombat, he's like, I need the fucking strongest people I can find. I don't care right. why you're strong. I don't care how you're strong. I just need you here. Like, right. Bro, in the, like, first or second Mortal Kombat game, there's a character named Stryker who's just a cop. He's not even, like... Nothing special. Like, Jack exactly. is a military guy, but he has metal arms, right? Yeah. Sonya is a, like, military veteran, but she has, like, these energy rings. Right. Stryker is literally just a regular fucking dude with his hat turned backwards and, like, <laughs> like a nightstick and a taser. Like, right. And that works for, like, a fighting game from, like, the 1990s because nobody goes, well, what's his backstory? What are his, you know, what's his arc? What are we thinking about here, right? But it's, yeah, like... It... But the logic could still work for, like, you didn't have to use this convoluted thing. Like, if your answer was, like... He's a fucking, he's one of the good cops and he stands up for people, blah, blah, blah. That's why he's one of Earth's Mightiest Heroes. And like, you know what I mean? Like, like right. he, the same thing with Batman. That's all you need. You just be like, he's smart. He He's preparation. Yeah. He thinks about things. You know what I mean? Like, he just right. has a well, mind more, that works the, better. Like, yeah, in the game, that makes sense. But I'm talking about, like, in a movie, you'd be like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's just, like, the way of explaining it, how these people got their powers. And when you But to, to me, do that, you could do that in up... a movie, right? You could just, you, in the movie, you could just have him be... You could have just a regular cop just be the Batman equivalent in this movie. Like, you didn't right. have to well, do this convoluted kinda... thing for powers that doesn't work. Right, that was Sonya for most of it. And then at the end, when she gets it... Right, well, but, like, you yeah, didn't even... She didn't even, yeah, she didn't even like, have the... to get it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Right, right. And, you know, it, for the most... And it would have worked. The movie, she's, like, it gives her pathos that she doesn't have it. Like, she's, like, you know, you, you sort of go, oh, like, you... You you, if you start to, you know, you get some empathy because she doesn't... She, everybody else is like special and she's not and so she's like well you know I, i'm doing my best so that you know that fits and that could have been so um but they just you know, at the end they just had to like sneak it in yeah um i did like um fuck, I forgot what i was gonna say about oh i remember that because you're talking about uh kung lao you know he has the uh the fatality with his hat yes i thought the movie somebody else in a podcast i listened to said this they said that the movie was they thought the movie was relatively uh, tame compared to what the games are and actually what you see in most horror action you know, horror action movies now and I, I i kind of agreed like i think yeah. for the most part other than that and then the head crush with um what's his name jacks yeah i thought the movie was relatively not as bad as the games now i know the games are like i've seen like the clips and stuff where it's like holy shit right like right, people, but like, it's it's it it is more tame than like you said horror movies like like, yeah. like fucking what's the like, Dude, like the, what's the one a... with uh god damn it um the the game family the game family the horror movie the game family it's someone's sister is the main character like it's a famous oh ready or not yeah okay that one that is what it is yeah because they, they yeah, get yeah. the game they get is hide and seek yeah. okay that's right um, but yeah, that one's infinitely more like right, gory right. and bloody and awful. And, um, like uh, John Wick, like, like nothing in this movie is as horrific as John Wick three, where he slowly pushes the knife into that dude's eye and it's all oh in one Oh my take. God, bro. 
so I forgot about that. Fuck. And so I was thinking, I was like, yeah, there's nothing that bad. I mean, the the one with the that's why whenever the one in the hat happened, I was like, oh shit, let's go. Like, oh okay, yeah. right? Because I've seen the clips, you know, where they like somebody gets punched in the head and they do that X-ray thing and you see yeah. their heads crush. Um, I think what could have been a fix for all of this in this movie is if they, you know, kind of like they came out with the, um, I don't even know what it, the power. Kind of like, you know, because I know that's a that's a movie invention. What they could have done is put the whole, you know, come up with an invention where they say, oh, you know, it's Mortal Kombat, but we're taking you to the special arena where you don't die unless you get, like, fucked up, right? Um, kind of like, um, did, you know that Rick and Morty episode where they go to that world where you can't die? And like I haven't seen that one. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, uh, you know, somebody gets shot, and they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, he he's dead!" And then they just come back to life because you can't die within this like safety sanctuary zone. So I was like, they could do that, you know. You, you like, what's the you know, unless you get like super fucked up, unless you, you get hit with what is basically a fatality. A fatality, right, right. So like, if somebody gets punched, you see like their head get crushed, and he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck my head!" And he like sort of puts it back together, and then he keeps going. But I, I feel, feel like, like that's, that's kind of just that's... also that's kind of just movies in general, right? Because like. Like, my man got hit with, like, <laughs> like Sub-Zero, I feel like, should have died well before that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, or, or what's or the same with this punch against Goro? Like, he punches yeah. him one time and he just goes, oh, you know, he does that, like, that face turn. I'm like, your yeah. skull would be gone. Exactly. So, I mean, right, like, right. we've already accomplished that a little bit just by pure, like, it's just what happens in movies, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Just like anytime, um, anytime someone gets shot and then, like, they have to get shot, like, five times, you're like, I don't... Like the one shot I would have done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's why I like movies like um, there's a movie called Bone Tomahawk with Kurt Russell and Richard Jenkins. That's like an old western movie. Uh, um, I'll talk. That movie is, oh, like okay. And so that one and a movie called Green Room. Okay. And um, the one about Green Room is like a bunch of a punk band gets stuck in a green room, like in a concert. Or like at a concert venue because they see a bunch of Nazis kill this chick uh, or, okay. kill, or kill somebody. And so they're stuck in there because the Nazis are like, we can't let you leave. You'll tell somebody. And so they're trapped. And so what I like about that in Bone Tomahawk is um, they sort of don't use that rule at all. Right. right. Their violence is so matter of fact. Like in Bone Tomahawk, like a dude will just be walking in the shot and then he, like he'll just, like, somebody will shoot an arrow at him and he'll just, like, get hit and he just falls over. Like, he dies, right? Like, right. there's no cuts. And same thing with Green Room where, like, a guy gets out of a window and then the Nazis come up and they just start stabbing him and you just, like, see everything. Jesus. Um, yeah. And that's that's sort of, like, the opposite of what I think a Mortal Kombat movie should be, which is the complete opposite where, like, a dude should get, you know, look how she gets stabbed a bunch of times and then you're like, oh, you fucker. Like, yeah, oh, my I'm man should, out. like, before you die, you should just look like the absolute version of hell on Earth. Right, like, right. like you exactly. Like, like up until the moment you finally die, like mm-hmm. you should have fucking like open wounds. Like, <laughs> like you you should have like fucking like part of your body missing. You know, like you should have a yeah. giant chunk out of your side, and you're still just yeah. fighting you because this is what, yeah. what it's for. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah. the the movie again, just like good and bad, and like the thing is, is like. Even the stuff we're ragging on super hard right now yeah. is like just kind of like weird, questionable decisions that don't really like break really the affect the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, you know what? I've I've I made this argument to someone else, and so yeah. 
it wasn't about this, but it was about like a completely different topic. We're, we're going to bring a basketball rule into this to like kind of explain how I feel about the mistakes in this movie, which mm-hmm. is that someone brought up. All right, you know the classic play of Russell Westbrook where he's like, he just picks up the ball and walks like up like like he they inbound him the ball and he just mm-hmm. like he dribbles it like twice and he just picks it up and keeps walking because he's telling somebody on the end where they need to be, mm-hmm. and they so, they yeah. call him for a travel immediately. They're like. Like, and he, like, he looks, and he's like, fuck, I, like, like, he just absentmindedly picked up the ball, and then traveled, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't even, like, so, and then there's another one that's kind of like that, and it's Carmelo with the Knicks, and he does the same thing, but they don't call it, and someone yeah. was like, do you see this? And so, like, my point with that foul, that like, someone pointed that out, and my point with it had always been, like, this is not the same, like, I, I'm not saying it's not a travel. It's clearly a travel. There's no other way around it. It's a travel. But, like, it's not the same as taking three steps in a layup, right? Because, like, me walking, pointing down the court while nobody's guarding me, like, just, like, walking does not affect the game in any real way. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, Mm -hmm. if you take three steps to travel, like, now everything's different. So that's what these movies, like, that's what the mistakes with this movie are, is that, like, the mistakes in this don't really affect the movie. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't do anything horrible where you're like, Jesus Christ, this movie's garbage. But right. mm-hmm. it's still a fuck-up. Like, right, like, yes, like yes, yes, I totally Having agree. them yep. be powers yep. is like a fuck-up to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, Just because it makes so many of these weird. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like Sonya's yep. little energy thing was like equipment she had in the video games. Right. And now it's just like armbands. And so like, and then again, like I said... Jax lost his arms. They gave him the weakest baby arms. And then his power was like, what if we made your arms functional again? <laughs> and he's like, But they should have oh, been. It was yeah. just like, like um, not even giving him the baby robot arms. Right. That That's exactly. Just let him not have arms. And all of a sudden, or, 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 you fucking like, God, I don't know. Just, like, don't give him little baby arms, and then all of a sudden, those baby arms turn into big arms. Because Not even baby said- arms, baby robot arms, like, so that the powers know. What they should have done is just cut off one of his arms, so that he only has one, and he tries to lift the rock, and he can't with one. And so he, he like, and then all of a sudden, he starts to lift it up, and he looks over, and he's like, holy shit, I got a fake robot arm. And then he looks back at his real arm, and it's also become a robot arm. Right. And so, but, like, the fake baby arms make it so that the logic of this movie... Is that his power was conditional on him eventually getting baby robot arms? Like, like, like his, like he was born or got this this marking, right? And that meant that like he was destined to be in this this tournament, right? right? That destiny was that he would eventually have baby robot arms. Like, like the <laughs> moment he got that thing, it was like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. At some point, I don't know how it's going to happen, but you're going to have to get baby robot arms. And he's like, <laughs> why, God? And he was like, well, you see, your power is actually just big robot arms. He's like, can I have them go over my, my regular arms? And he's like, nah, because then that means you can go back and forth between between regular arms and robot arms. These robot uh-huh. arms are per- permanent, but... For it to be an upgrade, you need to have baby robot arms. <laughs> like, like we can't just give you regular robot right. arms and then you right. just be like, my power is, I have the, like, that. that's the only way it could have been worse, right? Is that, like, if he got his arms re- frozen in, 
and exploded. Mm-hmm. And then the the monks put like the robot, the big robot arms on them, and they're like, "This is your spark." Like that's the only way that could have been worse. <laughs> like either a don't have an explanation for it, or like just be like, just don't do it this stupid way. Like mm-hmm. I said, it, like his whole power is conditional on his arms being lost, and then. The baby robot arms being put on. Like, if they didn't install the baby <laughs> robot arms, never would have had powers. He'd never, he'd just been fucked. He'd just been an armless guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yes, it's just, it, like, it, it's just. It's such a dumb decision. But at the end of the movie, decision. it doesn't really matter because you knew he was going to get metal arms anyways. Like, right, you knew right. his thing was going to be big metal arms. That's it. I, I was so confused. All right, so knowing that, though, right? When you saw him with the baby arms, did you immediately know? You're like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> I, yeah, because I was like, because I thought, because uh, they were like, we're putting arms on him. And I was like, oh, he's going to get like big arms. And then they like have him eating dinner. And I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> weird. Right? Like, so here's the deal. I thought they were going to give him the the metal arms, the regular metal arms, his, his upgraded metal arms, right? And I thought his yeah. power was going to be what he does in the game, which is that, like, when he hits the ground, there's, like, a purple shockwave on the ground. You know what I mean? Or he does, like, claps, and it puts, like, purple energy through the claps, right? I was like, that's the power. That makes sense. But they're like, nah, your power is that, like, they went from baby arms to regular arms. Just fucking install me regular arms, dog. Like, you have, (laughs) if you have the technology to input these baby Mm -hmm. arms into my actual, like, if you have the technology with which I can think I'm moving my left arm and it's actually moving this arm, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's no way you don't have the technology to just be a better arm, right? Like, like the, the, the neural link for this being your actual arm is way more advanced than just be like stronger and bigger. Like, like, like how did you, how did you get to step B before you got to step A? Like, like look, we can have this seamlessly transition with your body so that they are your arms. But the best we can do is that they're made out of, like, fucking pipe cleaners. Like, I, I just don't fucking get it. Also, <laughs> bro, the scene where he's hitting the punching bag, like, was almost funny to me. Like, oh like my gosh. the little baby. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what? like, he says something. He's like, I just don't think I can. And she's like, quit being a pussy. And I'd be like, I, I, I'd basically just turn around and be like, bro, do you see my fucking arms right <laughs> I just got him this morning, bro. <laughs> <laughs> God, she's like the sergeant I knew wouldn't bitch and complain. He's like, "Bitch, you got the fucking arms." It's it's like the the Dave Chappelle thing where he's like, "Oscar, you're a grass." She's like, "Bitch, I live in a fucking trash can." Bitch, fucking trash can. That's exactly what it's doing. You're bitching oh a lot. Like, bitch, I have fucking metal arms. I don't even have cool metal arms. I have bitch ones. <laughs> I'm like struggling to pick up this fork at dinner. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah, but anyways, the movie's not bad. The main character sucks. There's only three interesting characters, but somehow I still think okay. a 55 is okay. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I think that's like the, yeah, I would say that that's like the, the perfect, like, like, mo- like this one. I'd be like, yeah, 55, that sounds perfect for me. Yeah, that that's exactly yeah. what this movie is. It's not more than that. It's not less than that. Yep. I, I told a friend, I was like, have you seen, I was like, the movie's not bad, you should watch it. And he was like, I can't. And I was like, why? He said, I heard they did my boy dirty. And he, like, his favorite character in the Mortal Kombat games is Kung Lao. I was like, 
Yeah, 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 they did. I was like, yeah, they kind of did him dirty, but he went out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you do you know something that was cracking me up for some reason, and I couldn't figure out why it was so funny to me was um I, f- I don't know the character's name, the one that looked like he was in a Fallout uniform. He was, like he was and um he uh he was like um what, how did he how does he die? He gets oh, by the dragon. Yeah, um he. The way he talked was so funny to me. Like, I, I don't know why. He's like, you see that? Your friend over there, he's getting a soul sucked out. And just the way he was talking, like, <laughs> dude, if you have, if you watched it on HBO Max, go back and, like, watch his scenes and listen to how he talks. He's like, Kunk, uh, Kano, he's a scum piece of shit. Or he, just the way he fucking said it, I was like, yeah, he's like, he's a, a scum this dude is not shit. on set. This You'll is all ADR. <laughs> this is all ADR. And who is doing this voice and why is he doing this voice? So I, if you, if you're listening to this and you don't want to watch the movie, well, if you watch the movie, go back and watch those scenes with that guy. They just sound so bizarre to me for some reason. And I was cracking up in the theater. Like nobody else is laughing. I'm just over there like giggling. I'm like, Oof. what the fuck is so funny about this? Um, it didn't strike but, me oh, as funny, but now that you mention it, it is, it is weird for sure. Like, like it's so like, it's such an odd tone yeah. that they haven't like picked up at, at any point in time. Right. You hear that? Your friend. He's getting his soul sucked down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't recreate it, but it sounds weird. Um, but yeah, I would say check it out if you're a fan of the show or the fan of the of the, um, of the series. Um, or if you just want like a, just like a goofy like action movie. Um, but then again, you know, if you don't feel like it, don't also. Yeah. Yeah. It's, weird. it's a not, weird recommendation. If you're not interested, like if you weren't, here's the thing. If when you heard this movie was coming out, you, it didn't do anything for you. Definitely don't watch this movie. Yes. Yeah. The only way this movie's worth watching is if you're someone when you heard it was coming out, you were like, "Oh shit, I could use a good one of these." In which case, yep. I don't think it's a good one of these, but it's not a bad one of these either. You know what I mean? So right, it's like. Right. Also, there's. Uh, hold on. So, what are your feelings on a movie doing what it did at the end? Right. Like. Especially oh, like, uh... a movie like this. Where it's like um, clearly, it's like Mortal Kombat 2, right? Like, like it, it's clearly angling for that. But in my head, I'm like, I don't know that this movie did good enough to warrant that. So, like, yeah, is this I, just going to be a weird ending for this movie forever? You know what I mean? Like, if they don't pick up the second one, like, this movie, this ending is just fucking weird forever now. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think, um, I, it depends, right? Because there's bad examples of that kind of ending that way. Like, did you ever watch the movie Salt? with Angelica or um Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie I did not but I, I um, remember it came out and I thought it was it looked like it was going to be bad uh it was actually so I watched it last year at the start of quarantine when I was watching a bunch of movies and it was actually pretty good like it was enjoyable okay. and like it's like a good solid like spy movie okay um and Sydney was the one who picked it and I was like okay yeah let's watch it and I was like on board I was like this is actually pretty good it's like good like sleek like early 2000s mm-hmm. like fucking spy movie but then at the end, the climax happens, and then it's sort of, you go like, wait, where's this going? Is, this, is there like another like whole act of the movie about to happen? And then the movie ends. And I was like, wait, Sid, has the movie just been like that the whole time? Like the, the past 10 years, it's just been like this cliffhanger? Like they never made a sequel. And she's like, yeah, they never made one. And I was like, oh, well, fuck, because that sucks. Because then <laughs> I like, watched it, and I was like, I like that movie. 
and then I can't fucking watch the next one because they never made it, and then it just <laughs> ends like that. So that's like a bad example of that happening where it just like bites him in the in the ass. But then a good example, of course, is Batman Begins, where at the end he has the Joker card and he turns it and he's like, "I'll look into it." Right? Right. Like that's like perfect, right? Because it's like just in like the movie's over. It doesn't depend on that at all. It's like done. But then it just goes, "Hey, if you know who this is, you know what it is." And if you don't, you go, "Oh, I wonder what that could be." That sounds cool. Like he says, it's like his equivalent, or he's like, you know, um, influenced by Batman. Right. So here's the thing. So does what make does the thing that makes boy my fucking English skills are failing me currently. But like the what makes those endings good or bad is it ultimately just like whether the rest of the movie was like a commercial success because like the thing is is like like that salt ending probably wouldn't have been bad if there was just a sequel you know what I mean so like it's not right. anything the movie did right. poorly or or well necessarily it's just like they just didn't pick it up or yeah. if the movie's the other thing is like if the movie's bad and then you end it that way then you're like why did you end it this way there's no but like right do you oh, think the movie is clearly do think, like do you think made. any director has ever thought they're making a bad movie do you, do you think directors have, like, gone through the whole movie and then, like, they're like, this finished product is just going to be straight fucking ass cheeks, bro? Like, like, <laughs> do you think they've gotten to that? Because the thing is, is, like, that's kind of where I'm at with the Mortal Kombat thing. It's like your end product wasn't really that great. I don't think the ending... I think the ending was perfect. Like, like you... The... I think the movie, what happens in this movie is contained. Boom. Like, we're done. You know what I mean? Like, like and then they hit you with just a, it, to me, it's literally the Joker thing, right? Like, we're going to Hollywood, and yes. it's just like this guy. And, like, if you never see the next one, it's not like you're like, well, now the whole movie seems not finished, right? right the movie right. is finished. It's just you never get to see them go to Hollywood and find this guy, right? So it's like, right. I don't think it's wrong. But then, like, it's still just going to be weird because, like, I don't know if this director got done and was like, this movie is about a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, there's no way this movie, this dude directed this whole movie. It's like, I think we're going to be rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like, like, do you think, like, the same way we talk about, like, Draymond as a defender and, like, athletes in general. Like, you have to think you're the best. Otherwise, you never get to that level, right? Right. Are directors the same way? Like, where they're like, nah, everything I make is fucking great. And then they're just taken aback when something goes poorly. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like what I don't know enough about it like I've, I've never heard directors talk about movies they've done so I don't know if that's like how it works I think um, I, I mean nobody ever sits out to make a bad one but I'm sure by the end if you have a bad one you kind of go like uh, especially if the, like the notes are making you cut the movie to shit right <laughs> um, so if you go like the studio notes and you go like oh, these notes are fucking me up like the movie's not gonna make any sense you kind of know you hope like you people some people right but it, then right? do you but then do you think they do you think they ever think it's their fault though so like if they're like the the notes are making me edit this to shit and i it's not gonna make sense anymore do you think at the end of the day they're like that'd have been a great movie if it wasn't for this fucking editor ruining oh, it oh yeah i mean absolutely <laughs> I, I i think i i think it's kind of like being a quarterback right where you like <laughs> you have to know you have to have a short term memory right like if you throw a pick you can't be like that fucking pick man if i, if I hadn't seen that guy i'm seeing ghosts out there if i hadn't done that blah 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 blah, blah right you gotta be a little dumb you gotta be like ben <laughs> roethlisberger you gotta throw a pick and be like whoa shucks well get him next time it's gonna be like well you know the movie didn't do that well but you know just kind of keep 
gotta keep it moving or like you know next time we'll just you know the story wasn't what we wanted it right or else you end up being like a director who only does a movie once every 10 years right i just like but even still like like the thing about the quarterback is though is i feel like they say like oh i made a mistake oh well i won't make it again whereas like do you think like so do you think if you're a director and a bad movie comes out you're like it's like do you think they're ever like I fucked up that one. Or do you think they're like, man, these fucking actors couldn't take my directions. This editor fucked my shit up. Like, like do, you think, do you think they ever go like, maybe it was me. Maybe I goofed it up. Like, like, or do you, like so like, cause the thing is that the guy that directed this has directed nothing else. Like this is his only fucking gig. So do you think at the end of this, he was like, ah, oh, God, these fucking actors suck. Like, this editor sucks. Like, this should have been a fucking 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. But, like, <laughs> but all these other things caused it to be a 55. Damn, I'm fucked out of my trophy, man. I got fucked out of my Oscar. I was going to get an Oscar for Mortal Kombat until they ruined it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Um, but, yeah. So, that, uh, again, Mortal Kombat, 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Accurate. I think that's accurate. Yep. Yep, absolutely. I would stick with that. Yep. Um, so then the other thing, I mean, I know we're we've just been talking about what we've been watching for a hot fucking minute, but um, do you want to talk about the TV show you watch, and then I'll talk about mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this week, um, this past week also was the uh, series finale. Actually, this I think this is a season finale um, because series finale was WandaVision, and this is the series finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. Plus. Um, and so this one's a little shorter than WandaVision. I think WandaVision ended up being about nine episodes. The, these were um, six episodes, but these were also longer. I would say WandaVision was around 30 minutes each time. This is around... 45 with the finale being almost 50 minutes um and overall it was okay i think this is something um where it shows kind of like where the strengths of this format will be for disney plus and these shows going forward which is um like they'll have to go experimental or else they'll just end up treading water sometimes um the show as a whole i mean the action scenes are great especially there's one in the first episode where Falcon fights like a, a, a helicopter in like a canyon setting that looks fucking movie like. Mm-hmm. And then there's a one in the episode after that where they fight on top of the, these two like 18 wheelers. It looks fantastic. You're like, this is movie level. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also talks about some stuff about, uh, you, you know, I, I, I think it, it, it tries to take a big bite out of something thematic and then it doesn't quite know how to chew it and it doesn't end up doing well um it's not a spoiler to say so like you know at the end of end game he gives him the shield right and he goes hey it's yours right right he's like yeah it doesn't feel like it's mine he's like well it is you know good luck um and i feel like they didn't really consider or maybe they did but it feels like the movie maybe just doesn't have time to consider because it's fucking three hours long um what it is like or what it would be like if a black man was Captain America, and I feel like and this show does touch on that, and I think he does a really good job. So anytime he talks about that, I think the show soars because it goes, "I have something to say," right. but then it either sort of chickens out at the end, or it doesn't go fully into that, and so it ends up suffering because of it. Um, I would say if you're like a Marvel super fan and you like love it, you love everything, um, I would say check it out, um, just because it's you know it's more Marvel shit, right? Like who doesn't want 
you know, you get a little bit of, uh, you know, you get some uh, Baron Zemo from Civil War. You get um, the, uh, I forget the name of the the women soldiers that defend the King of Wakanda. They're in there for a little bit. Right. Yep. Uh, Dora Milaje, the Dora Milaje, um, and so yeah. And if you are curious about it, like if you're like, eh, maybe, maybe not. I'd say give it at least the first two episodes a chance. Um, but if you're like, nah, I'm not gonna watch it. I don't think there's anything here that you that'll make you go, oh, I need to watch that to get the next show, right? Right. Um, definitely recommend WandaVision before this. I think it 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 um it also stumbles a little bit at the end, sort of becomes more conventional. But I think what it says. And what it does before is much more unique than anything in, in this. Um, so, yeah, I'd say check it out if you're a fan. But other than that, um, it's kind of like Mortal Kombat. Maybe I would say I recommend it a little bit more than Mortal Kombat. Just because, like, you know, anything with MCU, I think, just is automatically just, like, it's just better made. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> they've got they've got better, more capable people at the helm. At the very yes. least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, uh, I don't have Disney Plus. One day I'm gonna get it. and I'm gonna binge fucking Wandavision and and, um, and all those. Yeah, yeah I would all say, the MCU shows and, and shit I haven't seen yet. Yeah, I would say uh, maybe wait until Loki because Loki comes out. What's today for the in uh, June June something like June tenth or 9th or something. Okay. So if you can hold out to Loki, which I think will be more like Wandavision, I think um, you know you'll get your money's worth at the end, and you can watch those three because I, I can't. I don't even know if they've announced or if they have like another series that'll come out anytime soon before then it's just gonna be like because these are the three that they just sort of greenlit at, at once they're like boom 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 these three are good to go mm-hmm. so i think there's gonna be a little bit of a gap at least longer than you know a month and then between falcon and winter soldier and wanda there were like three weeks so i think there'll be a bigger gap between loki and whatever comes next so i think that's be a perfect time to catch up with those three okay okay so um the other thing though about loki is that like i think he's Fine as a character, I think, uh, whatever that fucking guy's name, mm, what's his name? The actor. Uh, uh, Tom Hiddleston? Hiddleston, okay. Um, Tom Hiddleston is, I think, does fine, does great with it. But, I like, for me, it's just like, it's odd he's getting a full show to me. Like, like, like we're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, Wanda and... Vision, right? Who are mm-hmm. main characters, like very important. Um, then we get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which are hmm, tertiary characters, but still like protagonists that you have to keep up with throughout the shows, right? Mm-hmm. Loki just kind of shows up and does whatever the fuck he wants for a couple minutes, and then he's out. Like, like, like the only time he matters for the like any of the movies is when it's something directly related to Thor. And then, like, I mean, I guess he's the villain. Is he the villain in the first Avengers? Yes, yes. But, it's also, it, it's but almost... then, like, but, but then it goes from being him to, like, giant metal robots out of the sky. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. Like, yeah, and he, like... It, even still, like, it, it's almost like he's... Even at that point, it's not like he's the villain. He's just the catalyst. Like, ah, there's all these fucking things in the sky. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and I, I think it, it's, it's, it's weird because like they're giving him the show, right? But if you, if you were to, in a vacuum, watch nothing, you didn't know anything about Loki, you don't know about him in Infinity War or Ragnarok or any of those or Thor, the dark world, or even the first Thor. if you don't know anything, anything, blah, 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 blah,
If you were to, in a vacuum, watch the first Avengers and then get told, hey, they're making a show about him, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> because if you watch the first Avengers, dude, he is like the bad guy. And he right. is like evil. He is like giving monologues. He's mother. He's snatching motherfuckers' eyes out so that he can unlock stuff at fancy museums yeah, in yep. Germany. He is like evil, right? And that's why his, his characterization is a little bit inconsistent. So that's why I, I kind of agree. I'm like, wait, so which are we going to get Right? I feel like, like I feel like they did the Thor thing, right? Where they realize like Thor kind of works more as like a comedic kind of thing, and they're like, yeah, and him and Loki have like a decent little play on each other, so we'll kind of give them a reason to have to play back and forth with each other. You know what I mean? For there, like there needs to for Loki, the god of mischief, to like be able to do mischievous shit that's not like horrible. Like we got to kind of tone down the evil guy thing a little. Right. Bit. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, but it's yeah, I mean, I'm excited decision, for right? that one. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just an odd decision, right? To be like, right, right. Like, especially compared to the two shows you've made so far. Like, those make way more sense in terms of, like, yeah, this person's going to get their own TV show. Like, you know what I mean? If anything, the one that makes the most sense to me is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is that, like, you get Wanda and Vision, and they're super important in the movies, and you kind of get their whole story in the movies, right? Right. And, 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 like, for these characters, you can be like, they're not super important in the movies, but we can still give them a full story because, like, we we can flesh one out. So, like,. They're not important enough to do it in the movie, but we can give them this TV show. Like, that makes sense to me. But then it's just be like, and Loki! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like Loki, I feel like, kind of like I was saying, like, you know, the the, the WandaVision is a little bit more out there. I feel like maybe that's where the realm of these TV shows should go. Where, like you said, you know, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the most, um, like, uh, like, oh, that makes sense. But then it's also the most conventional. And I think it ends up being, out of the two that we've seen, it's the one that I would recommend least because it's like, well, it's like the least, I don't know, like worthy of your time. I don't know. But, do that you think that, but do you think that has anything to do with... Do you think that has anything to do with how this made the most sense for TV? Or do you think it's just the characters? Like... If Wanda and Vision were, like, tertiary characters instead of main characters, I feel like you would still feel their show is better just because, like, literally, like, the powers of the characters and their relationships probably make a more interesting possibility for a TV show. Uh, or no. Maybe, like, a little bit of both, I think. I th- because I think, like, if you think about, like, like, the other Marvel movies and you think, like, Ragnarok, you think those work as movies i think winter soldier wouldn't or would they work as tv shows i think winter soldier probably doesn't because then you have so much time and it's such a show that's like built on like political espionage right you know what i'm saying like it's, right. it's like a spy movie kind of like a winter, winter falcon winter soldier that it ends up spinning its wheels at times right where if you have a show like ragnarok which is like you know you let it breathe kind of like wandavision you end up having it doesn't feel like it's dragging, which I think Falcon and Winter Soldier does at times. So I think it, maybe it's just the story as well. You know, maybe yeah. their, their their approach, if they had changed their approach a little bit to make it more accessible or less um, um, reliant on, we got to get here in three days or this guy's dead, right? right? Or you have eight hours to get me these guys. And it's like, yeah, in a normal movie, that works because you can, you know, you only have, that's like 15 minutes. But in a show, you have to scratch that out to 45 and you end up being like, wait, why didn't that guy just kill that guy? Or why didn't we go here instead of there? Like, it feels like they're just kind of wasted episodes, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I can see that. Um, so, yeah. So, I'll, I'll probably wait till Loki's out and then we can, we'll, we'll be able to 
um, break all three, and I'll try and participate in that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I and I'd love to see like the the um, sort of what you think about what works in each and what doesn't. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. um, what I've been watching uh, is Invincible. Uh, I watched episode seven early this week. Uh, my dad is has got some. Uh, stuff so he's not going to be able to come down and watch it together so we just decided like either one of us can just watch episode 7 whenever this week and next Friday we'll watch the finale together oh nice nice yeah and that'd so, be tomorrow at the time of this recording yes at the time of this recording uh, or at the time you're listening to this episode which would be um, May 6th uh, my dad and I will be watching the finale on May 7th one week late um, so the last we talked, episode five, I told you, like, kind of took me down, right? Kind of took me down a notch on the show. Right, yeah. Where yeah. I was like, I feel like you're starting to spin a whole lot, and, like, you're trying to spin too many plates, and I don't know that you're going to get to the important ones in, in a timely manner or in a coherent or full manner, right? Mm-hmm. Episode six was better than episode five, but, like... It got me more, like, I felt more confident, but I still didn't see the vision, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I still mm-hmm. didn't see the forest for the trees. Mm-hmm. Episode 7 was an absolute fucking banger, bro. Like, okay. episode, right. episode 7 pulled me all the way back in, and then you sent me the fucking tweet that they have seasons 2 and 3 coming out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the finale because it's not out yet, and I'm fucking ready because episode 7 was bawling out of control. And if anybody else that listens to this podcast has been watching Invincible, they will understand that episode 7, 100% was bawling out of control. It, it's, it was incredible. It was so fucking good. Oh, like, hell yeah. All right, awesome. it, it gave, like... It did... It had an action sequence which was amazing on its own. Right, mm-hmm. and like fucking nailed all of the extra shit that like is going around this action sequence, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I got to see nonstop action, but as they were giving me nonstop action, it was affecting the story, and like not just in a like, not in a fucking, uh, Kung Lao got killed by Shang Tsung. You know, what I mean? like like not like that kind of effect where it's like, well, yeah, something was obviously going to have to happen. You know what I mean? Like, right, if these yeah. two people fight, one of them has to die, and that affects the story. Not what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like, it, mm. like it changes and affected the stakes of other things going on because of this action that is seemingly unrelated. You know what I mean? Mm. Or, like, on paper is unrelated. You okay. know what I mean? It, it was fucking perfect. Everything about it was great. I'm 100% in for the finale. Nice. Okay. Right. Well, dude, I'm I'm so excited. I um I didn't get a chance to start it this week. Um, I started the f- first episode before we recorded, but I didn't get a chance to finish it. So I didn't. Ha- I don't have much thoughts on it so far. But I'm. What's today? Thursday. By the time we record. Yeah. Hopefully, by the time we record next time, I'll I'll either be just before finishing it, or I or I'll try to squeeze it in so that we can talk about it right like right when we record. Um, but I should be able to. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm so excited to um, to catch up and watch. Yeah, it, it's it's solid. Like I said, if you if you start to feel like you're in a lull in episodes, if the lull really hits you in five, yeah. like 
you just like god damn it bro six, episode six again like i said it was like just barely better but i just realized like it set up a big deal like you know what i mean like I, it just hit me like there is a very important thing that happens in episode six that doesn't really seem important at the time but then episode seven comes and you're like oh there it is <laughs> god, episode seven was just fucking amazing um so i'm it did it so well and i'm i really want you to watch it so that way we can talk about it but yeah, so I, I'm back on the fully 100% recommend this show to anybody and everyone train. <laughs> I don't, I, um, I don't think it fails anything. Yeah, I usually don't. Um, I, I like I, I like if a show is like halfway through the season and there's like a little bit of lull episodes, I usually don't quit just because I'm like, well, you know, like you gotta fill your shit in somehow, right? Like you know, maybe they yeah. only had like right, you go. Like, I trust them that they'll make it work at the end. Because I think it's hard to keep that momentum going. Because mm-hmm. even Breaking Bad, I mean, even season four, which I think is the greatest season of TV ever, the back, like, four or five episodes are the best ones. But, like, I think episode four or five of that season are just kind of like, eh, it's okay. Like, the one where, like, I think Jesse goes and digs up some shit in some dude's front yard with, like, a shovel. Right? right. Like, it's, it's, it, you know, there's, like, they're not lulls because they matter, but it's, like, it's not what the ending is. So, so yes, I will definitely stick with it, even if I feel like yeah, I said that lull. I think for the difference for me with this lull specifically, and again, I, I didn't bail on it. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, I want to quit yeah. fucking watching this, and then I just happened to watch one more. But the, the reason why I had more of a problem with this lull specifically is because it's one thing to get an episode or two where there's a lull, and you just feel like not much is happening, right? Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But for me, it was like, there's a bunch of shit happening, but none of it seems like it matters. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it was yeah. all like, and that's kind of why I was, like, was trying to say with like the spinning plates thing. It's like, so like, if you give me a spinning plate, one spinning plate, and then, you know, episodes four and five, the, the plate spins slow. I'm mm-hmm. okay, because I know you're still holding this plate, and you're going to have to speed it up, or else we're going to quit watching, and you understand that, right? right like, you, right. as the person spinning the plate, understand that, like... They're only here to see the spinning plate, so if I slow it down, I'm going to need to speed it back up. That's fine. But, if you're the person spinning the plates and you're like, here's five more plates spinning, and like, I originally came in to watch what happens on this one plate, and you're like, but look at all these others, like, I'm worried that you're just being like, fuck this middle plate now, you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> nah, nah, it's like, nah, that's, that's what got me into this, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, they didn't do that. So that, that's the only reason why I was worried. Because, like, you're kind of throwing a lot of shit at the wall right now, it felt like. And, like, I, I was worried that you were kind of losing the main idea to try and, like, do all these extra little things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but that is not what happened. It's solid. I love it. Um, So, yeah. Definitely, definitely recommend. Damn. Shit, yeah. Awesome. All right. And so, let's see. Uh, do you want? Would you like to talk about uh, the the next topic you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, let me see. If I'm looking at this, let me look at it real quick. Yeah, so it looks like in the NFL draft they're up to pick number nine. So yeah, okay. we can go ahead, and I think by the time that we finish, we should be able to finish just when they do. Okay. Um. So the like we mentioned last week, the NFL draft is going on at this exact same time as we're recording this. And I thought last week when I was saying, you know, like oh, you know, we'll talk about a little bit about it next week, and then the following week we'll talk about it more. Um. I'm like I said, I'm just looking at it now, and the first 10 picks that we you know we picked are pretty much um 
like they're in, right? Like I think the Broncos yeah. will pick any moment now, and then the Cowboys will be it. Um, and then next week we can talk about the the draft as a whole and and see sort of what we think about the Cowboys, you know, for the picks that they have uh, tomorrow and Saturday. And I definitely want to talk about like where people like Justin Fields end up and um. Uh, like uh, the UNC players that I really like watching, like Javante Williams and Michael Carter. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the the top 10 picks, let me look at this. All right, so also, I don't yeah. know if you kept track, but I seem to have accidentally deleted the list <laughs> on my end for the picks I had. Um, so so I'm going to have to go back and listen to and last listen to, week's oh, episode okay. to figure out, figure out your... <laughs> if I fucked up or not. But looking at this list, pretty solid. I fucked up quite a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah looking at it we'll have to compare uh like you said by listening to let me see where the fuck oh my gosh what is this it's like it's like you ask espn hey just give me like a list i just want the whole list like right just give me a list like hitting you with bullshit it's and like, then like here's like this and like uh, here's here's his hand size i'm like i don't give a fuck just give me like the ones so, right. so first is tr- yeah go ahead Oh, well, first was Trevor Lawrence, of right. course. Which we knew. And yeah. fucking solid pick. I mean, that that's fair. All that lines yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, we There's knew not really much to one. say about it, right? You know what I mean? Like, right. Jacksonville doesn't need a quarterback. There is a consensus number one quarterback. Surprise. <laughs> right. He's been the, the guy. He could have. He, he was going to be the number one pick after they destroyed Alabama, uh, what, two years ago now, right? After 20, I guess 2018, after the 2018 mm-hmm. season. Um, so he's the number one, and then number two, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson from BYU, which we knew the Jets um, the were going to make, regardless of whether we thought that was a good decision. Yep, yep. And the next one, uh, the Forty ers went with Trey Lance. Okay, I got that one wrong because I thought they were going to get Jamar Chase, I believe, to give him yeah. a weapon, give, give yeah, uh, give Jimmy G a weapon. And I thought it was just in Fields. Um, right. So we were wrong about that. And then, next up, and then all this week, I heard Mac Jones. Right? Like yes. All yes. the people are like, Matt Jones. Matt Jones, like, what? Why? Who? Why? Fuck right. him. So, Trey Lance, apparently, is what ended up happening. Yeah. So, you know, the dude apparently has fewer than 400 pass attempts in high school and college combined. Trey Lance? Yeah. What? Yeah. He's and only, you took he's him only... with the number three pick in the NFL yeah. draft? The man at North Dakota State? <sighs> I hope this blows up. I, well, see... <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't ever hope the player fucks up. I just somehow want, like, like I think the team made a stupid decision. So I want the team to suffer without necessarily, like, Trey Lance being, just losing his NFL career, right? Like, yeah. it's this weird thing where it's like, I mean, I don't want to just say, like, I hope you're terrible and out of the league in four years. But at some point, like, I just feel like there are enough red flags you just decided to overlook here. Right, right, right. <laughs> or he, but Bonnie Jones said it. He said he's like he must be knocking out these interviews in person. Like he, there must be something <laughs> there. Um, and then at number four we got Kyle Pitts, which I think we both got right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess so. We just decided they're basically going all in on trying to win one with Matt Ryan. Yeah. So that gives them Julio Jones, Kyle Pitts, and I don't know who their next receiver is. It's uh, Calvin Ridley. The guy from Calvin Ridley. That's right. That's right. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's um, a very solid receiving court. Yeah. Apparently, that's the highest a tight end has ever been drafted, which, I mean, you know, makes sense because I think it's, you know, it's only been the last 10 years that tight ends have been used how they are now. And for um, what it's worth, people are talking like, should he actually be considered a wide receiver? So, like, this is like the most wide right. receiver-esque a tight end has ever been. Right, right. Like, so, uh, a guy like, um, what's his name? Travis Kelsey. 
he was picked in a later round, but of course, if we knew what we know about him now, they probably pick him up or higher up. Do you mm-hmm. think some a guy like him mm-hmm. is warrants a number one pick overall? I kind of think so. Someone Not in the draft with like Patrick Mahomes, of course, but like. Well, that's the thing, though, is there's always going to be someone like that, right? Like, like, right. I, I, so I don't think no. I don't I mean think specifically him or not him, but like, uh, well, he, well, him because he's a tight end. I mean specifically because a tight end. Because if you know, if if we if you go back and you go, Adrian Peterson, do you take him first overall? You kind of go like, yeah. I mean, he kind of was worth it. Or a wide receiver like, um, like a Calvin Johnson. I'm sure you go back and you go, yeah, I'll take a Hall of Fame wide receiver one overall. But a tight end like this, like a Hall of Fame tight end, like how he is, you go, uh, I don't know. Like, uh... yeah, that's the thing is, I just don't. It is weird, but like, I don't think he would ever be. Like, I just don't. I think. Let's put it this way: I think it's a weird decision to build your team around a tight end. Ooh, 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 ooh! Cowboys oh, traded the pick to the Eagles. Oh boy, we're trading down to get my boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing I remember. Is I said we were trading down. Oh, boy, if we get him, bro, I'm going to be insufferable. Oh, God. All right. Um, but anyways, I, I do think it's – I just Whoa. feel like it's a weird decision to uh, – what what happened? They traded completely out of the first round. Oh, no, y'all bugging. Hold on. What did we get? What, what, what did we get? Fuck? What did we get? We didn't get some dumb shit like fucking Carson Wentz, bro. I, I just know. got a text from one of my friends who's a Dallas Cowboys fan, and she, she just texted me. So I, it's going to be – what is this? In Hold real on, what time. The f- why did we trade out of the first round altogether? That's what I'm seeing. Or that's what the ESPN app is seeing. Maybe it's not? Oh. Uh, okay, okay, no, 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 no. It's, um, it, it just swapped. It traded the number 10 pick to Philly for its first and third round pick. Okay. Uh, okay, so we just before? get a third. Like 12. So, like, we just moved down two spots and got an extra third round pick. That's right. fine. That, that's it. fine. Yeah. That means we were pretty sure that guy was going to, like, at that point, we knew the Eagles weren't going to take him, and we knew whoever the fuck is after 10 is, like, wasn't going to take him. Um, yeah. that, that's not, you know what? That's a solid trade. That's, that's I'll like, that. I do, you know, I'll totally take that. That's one like, of those trades that I feel like good managers make, and you're like, like, they just don't talk about it, right? Yeah. It's like, why would you not just get an extra round three pick if the guy is going to be there in two picks later? Like, fuck it. Right, exactly. Or if it's like, you know, like last year, I mean, I feel like we got lucky and we got somebody who should have been gone in CD Lamb. So this yeah. is kind of like, you know, karma balances real, it out. And real, we get a third. Real quick, though. Yeah. Who, fuck, who, so who drafts after the Eagles right now? Because, see, I, I backed right out now? to try and find this fucking. Uh, the Giants at 11. All right, so who did the Eagles want that the Giants would have taken? Because if the if the Eagles were twelve, they had to be sure the Giants were going to take this dude. Must right? be an offensive lineman, right, to protect Daniel Jones, because they they got weapons. But the, or do the, you think they're? Do you think, you don't think gonna, they'll go for Devontae Smith? Do you? I have no fucking idea, bro. Because who are the wide receivers for the the, the Giants have? They got Ruben Ruben Randall. But right? who, does the, who do the Eagles Sharp? have at QB? Jalen Hurts. Hey, he's not great. No. What if what if they thought the Giants were gonna bail on Daniel Jones and pick up a QB and that's why they moved up to get back? Oh Jones? my gosh! Yo, God, please, God. <laughs> please God, I just want to leave. Please God. Yo, what if they traded up to take Mac Jones because they thought the Giants were gonna bail? Oh on my Daniel God! Jones? Bless them! Bless them! Uh, oh my God! I need it, bro. I need this. Bless you, Papa. That's when the blessings <laughs> come in. Blessings come in. All right, it says their need is wide receiver. Um, so Devontae, uh, Devontae Smith, right here. I'm calling. I, it. But anyway, right, while, so while they pick at five, the Bengals picked 
Jamar um, Chase. Jamar Chase. Which is a which wild I, fucking decision. I don't care that they played together. I just feel like you just almost lost your number one round pick. You gotta do something better. They, they gotta pick something, somebody up, right? Like, they, they must... They're gonna have to trade or... Well, well, you know, if the draft isn't over, right? They, they could pick up the... Instead of picking up the number one um, offensive lineman, they'll pick up, you know, the number three or four, which I think is still pretty good, right? I think you can get studs... Later in the first round, or second round, or even you know third round, um, it's not as likely, of course. But yeah, the one thing I will say about the idea of picking one up in free agency, though, is I don't feel like people let good linemen go. Like, 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 right. like if you have a good lineman, you keep him, and then you shuffle the riffraff around him. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. like so if you're if you're picking up an offensive lineman in free agency, I just feel like it's either a he just he's not as good as. You know what I mean? Like, you're just hoping you can fill him in a better spot and he's less important. Or B, that team really fucks something up. Like, that team team and that offensive lineman are just never going to be a thing ever again, right? Like, like it had to be some hellacious shit where, like, an offensive lineman, like a a really high-end offensive lineman was just like, fuck that guy as the coach. Like, I ain't never fucking coming back here. Like, that's the only way that dude would ever, (laughs) ever end up in free agency. Mm-hmm. So so, anyways, yeah, number five, Jamar Chase. But I mean, I guess he's got weapons now, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, like now, if, now it's like like you. I think you were saying last week. You're like, hey, you know, it's not for like a trying, right? We gave you your weapons. If you fucking mess up now, it'll be all on you. Mm-hmm. All right. So at the sixth pick, you have uh, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, which I think I it's it's wild because I always you know. It, as good as Devontae Smith was, we always heard, you know, this guy's Tyreek Hill. He, this is like the guy. Yeah. And let me see the shit have. And yeah, I, he's a uh, five foot ten, one eighty. Mm-hmm. Which I guess some people are bitching about fucking Devontae, and this guy's barely ten pounds taller than him, and he's shorter. So. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, that's interesting, but I, I think maybe it's just the archetype of like just being a guy like is just insanely fast at that point. Yeah. Like, we're, we're you're running go routes. It don't fucking uh! matter. Is it? I is call that it. What it was? Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Oh uh, yeah, the Giants <laughs> we are fucking so mad. The Giants were gonna. The Giants are totally gonna pick him. Oh, the Giants are salty, bro. What do you do now if you're the Giants, right? Because you knew that's who you wanted. Yeah. The moment they saw that trade come in, they were like, "God damn it!" Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. I... Yeah, that is funny. But I mean, that's perfect. I mean, because we weren't gonna pick him up, right. so we get a third, and then the Giants are gonna probably go wide receiver. So whoever we the fuck we wanted, we we're gonna get anyway. So yeah, see, and now we have an extra third round pick. Fucking Boom. geniuses, just, galaxy just... brains over there, man. That's why we keep going eight and eight, man. That's all we do. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, um, Jalen Waddle. I think I think I got that pick right because I had Jamar Chase already going to the 49ers. and so I yes. still think I had the Dolphins picking up a wide receiver. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think let nice. me look at let me look because I texted my well I used the same picks with my friend in that mm-hmm. game that we did so let me see I had Kyle Pitts at four, Penny Sewell at five, but Jamar Chase at six, so I fucked that up. Okay, um, and then seven I had Devontae Smith to Alabama, but the pick was actually oh, keeps doing this. I don't want to see their no, bios. Number but, seven uh, was uh, Sewell. Or Pen- Pen- Sewell, yeah, Sewell, yeah. yeah. Well, cool, yeah. cool, cool. So, um, so that's uh, an. So they hold on, because so I know I got that one wrong because my whole point was there's no way they thought Jared Goff was going to be the answer. Yeah. So I had them picking Justin Fields, right? Because my whole point was that like, 
if the Rams thought Matt Stafford was enough to get him over the top, then you're fucked. If you're the if you're the Lions, you're like, well, we have Jared yeah. Goff. Um, so I guess they're just doubling down. I, I guess they see something in him that we don't. That nobody, literally nobody yeah. else in the league sees. <laughs> and then, uh, and then this next pick, man, oh man, this next pick had some Panthers fans on suicide watch. Oh, d- so did bad. it? I, all the ones that I that I'm skimming right now because I'm checking Twitter or just to like check the picks as we do this right now. Mm-hmm. They're all very sad because they instead of taking Justin Fields at eight, they took J.C. Horn and they're sticking with Darnold. So, nah, see the thing is though, is the moment you guys picked up Darnold, you had to know that that was what you were doing, right? Like how, how if you're a Panthers fan and once you got Darnold, you had to know be like, this is what our this is. This is what the Panthers have decided to do. There's no right, way right. you went through the process of trading Bridgewater out, or no, trading. They traded for Donald, right? And then yeah. Bridgewater. They traded, they traded Bridgewater later. Yeah, but yeah, it was not in the same trade, right? No, no, it was for so, a six, like two days ago. Right. So the thing was, that means they traded for Donald before they had their Bridgewater thing set in stone. Yeah. So like that means you knew it had to be Donald, right? Like, like it's right. not like. It's not like they pulled Darnold in to be the backup. No, but but then also like so today they announced that they're gonna exercise uh, DJ Moore's fifth year option, but they didn't with Darnold, which means that they still probably only think of him as like a one year guy. Um, so but I guess now they don't because they didn't pick up Justin Fields. So okay, I, I but like if you pick if you pick Justin Fields this year, it's not like you're gonna fucking have him start behind veteran Sam Darnold, right? right? So it's like, so it's like you were, even then, my only guess is they think they will also be bad this year and pick up the quarterback, some quarterback that they have eyed and oh, want for next okay. year. You see what I'm saying? Right. Maybe, yeah. I guess, well, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. So like, if it works, then cool. You got Darnold, you exercise his fifth, you sign him to a long-year contract. If it doesn't work, you go, fuck, we're back here again. And we got a better. They defense. might they might have their eye on somebody coming out next year. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure Carolina, they have a certain quarterback out of Carolina coming out. Yo, out Carolina, Carolina. hold on now though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they make that happen, that could be the answer dude, for real. I yeah, if they get some hell, dude, like that, it'll be. I mean, you know how big people from Carolina love Julie, like just like North Carolina in general love Julius Peppers because of that. Like imagine yeah. that, but with a quarterback, like. Right. So now that yeah, so maybe that's been the plan the whole time. You know what I mean? Like if it goes well with Darnold, we have it. And then mm-hmm. if not, we still got like the best cornerback on the board and we had an eye on a one or a couple quarterbacks next year anyways because we knew the only quarterbacks we decided we wanted to build around were Trevor Lawrence or fucking Trey Lance or fucking uh, Zach Wilson. Wilson. And they're like, well, we're definitely not getting any of those, so fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, we're taking a quarterback because I don't want to try and build. I would just assume build around Darnold than I would Mac Jones. You know what I mean? So it's like, fuck it. Like, let's just get a cornerback at this point. Um, But yeah, that's. So I don't. I feel like if you're a Panthers fan and you're mad that you didn't pick up Justin Fields, then you're foolish because you should have seen that that was never going to be the answer. Like, you were never going to pick him up once you got Darnold. Right. If you still had Bridgewater and you were like, I thought we'd pick up Justin Fields, I'd understand. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you have, but you traded away resources to get Darnold. You weren't just yeah. going to trade him away for nothing for a backup. You know, like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's funny because 
a couple months ago, you know, when Justin Fields was much higher, the question was, will the Jets with Sam Darnold, will they still draft Justin Fields at two? And then now the Panthers with Sam Darnold, will they draft Justin Fields at eight? And they didn't. So both team, two teams had that scenario happen to them, and neither one of them did it. Right. Um, so also the Giants traded down. They were like, fuck, yeah. I don't have shit I want. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, J.C. Hornet, eight, cornerback from South Carolina. That's the guy I had going to the Cowboys, so it's fine. Um, and then at uh, nine, Patrick Sertain, Alabama cornerback. Um, I had, let me see, who did I have? I had Mika Parsons from Penn State. And then at 10, which, of course, was we thought the Cowboys pick, but it's not anymore. It's the Eagles pick. They picked Devontae Smith. And I had J.C. Horn. Right, and I think... And I had fucking Ajad, fucking whatever, offensive lineman, who were oh, yeah, still going to draft could still happen. the 12th. <laughs> it could still happen. Oh, um, see, I, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, real quick, uh, why, you know what I really hate is the amount of time, and this is the same case, this is the same thing with the NBA draft, right? The pick is in. Let's wait two minutes. Like, like, no, motherfucker, the pick is in. Go. Like, like, why? Are, <laughs> like, if you're on the clock, I get it. You're making decisions. The pick is in. Fucking announce it then. Like, what are we doing? The pick mm-hmm. is in. Pause two minutes for dramatic effect. It's like, no, we've had the three minutes of on the clock for dramatic effect. What the fuck are we doing? Like, so the, <laughs> the, the, the fucking Bears pick is in and they picked. Hold on. Oh, wait, it popped up for a second like I thought they took someone, but right. they did I got, I got 3 out of 10 right, and then my friend got 5 out of 10. Oh, your friend beat the dog shit out of you in this challenge. Yeah, dude, he got the first 5 straight up. Damn, really? Yeah. Alright, well shit. Trey Lance, he picked... Fuck yeah. Him. Whatever. When I saw Trey Lance, I was and he, and he hit it, I was like, are you from the future? <laughs> Oh shit! See, you, not... just did the, you did the back half wrong just <laughs> to make me sure I wasn't on to you. Right. All right. What the fuck is happening? Tell me who they picked. See now, because now I'm just hanging out until the Cowboys pick. That's the rules. That's why we're here. Well, yeah, that's. What, I was just about to say that. I was like, we should keep recording until the Cowboys pick because I want to see if you're right, and I want to hear this live if it happens. <laughs> Bro, you ain't gonna hear shit because the first thing I'm doing is kicking this microphone clean off. This thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, fuck. Um, oh, well, l- listen to this. Here's um, JC Horn. Uh-huh. Here are the players, the wide receivers that went against him in their stats. Okay. So Jalen Waddle, um, one of one for 12 yards. Jerry Judy, one of one for seven yards. Justin Ross, two of four for 14 yards. Kyle Pitts, one of three for 20 yards. And Elijah Moore, seven of 10 for 47 yards over two games. God That's... damn, he was locking him down. He was <laughs> locking him down, dude. Especially like like Kyle Pitts, like the dude who who is the number, what, four pick, the greatest tight end of all time according to the draft. One for three for 20 yards. So this dude... Oh, God damn it! Because now we didn't get him. <laughs> God damn. Justin Fields for the Bears. They bailed on Mitch Trubisky what? so hard, bro. Ah, well, he's been gone, but they bailed... Oh, oh, Justin... What? Justin Fields for the Bears. Wait, did they already get rid of Trubisky? When did yeah, he go? Yeah, he left in free agency. He's the backup in uh, uh, Bu- uh, Buffalo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because people were like, why the fuck would you go there? You know you're not getting PT. Um... Justin, so who was their quarterback before this? Oh, the guy that they were going to go with was uh, Andy Dalton. 
Oh fuck yeah, no, draft Justin Fields. Yeah. Well that's crazy. Like, you know how now it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well remember how I was saying last week, you know, now that motherfuckers don't have to pay people anymore right off the gate. Um it's you know, if it doesn't work like literally they had the number two pick, well what draft was it? In twenty the year was twenty seventeen because it was he played twenty six. So four years ago they was they had the number two pick and they picked it on a quarterback and they fucking whiffed. And now they have the number they have a new the thing. So I think, the thing that's nuts about that though, right? It's like you're a Carolina fan. I understand. Yeah. But everyone knew that was a whiff when they did it. Like like even if you well, thought even if you here's the deal, even if you thought Trubisky was gonna be good, you still had to be like Y'all, why? Like trade down and then get him. It's not yeah, like it's I not think... like there was a fucking market where people were like, "Ooh, Mr. Bisky might go in the first five picks." <laughs> right. I don't think anybody had him that high. I think, um, I think it hurt him to go that high because yeah, then sure. he'll always be remembered as the guy that went that high, right? But I mean, for uh, what it's worth, and... it's not like he played great. So I think he was he, he was. I think he was going to end up a league backup. Regardless of where he got picked, I don't know. I, I think. Well, also the Bears, dude. Like, they're it's just trash, right? I think if he ends up in a system that, help, like, if by some miracle he ends up in a system with Kyle Shanahan, like, I think he looks pretty good. Right? I feel like, maybe. I mean, I feel like at best you're getting a Jared Goff situation, whereas the team moves on from you right. because they feel you're holding them back, and then some other team is like, oh, we can make it work. And then right. the thing is, though, is I still eventually think. After this stint in Detroit, I think Jared Goff is going to play terrible, and then somebody's like, it's going to be obvious. Like, you know what I mean? I do think this is where we'll where we'll see. Like, all right, dude. Like, like, all right. Here's your chance. If you blow this one, then it's like, okay, you're fucking ass. Because I always think like, um, what's his name? Uh, Tannehill, right? I think Tannehill has shown me that a dude can be straight ass, like two pack of ass. This shit stinks, right? And then go to a new location and they flourish and they become a top five quarterback over two years. Right. So yeah, I, I do think I, that the added benefit for Tannehill is he went to a place that already had Derek Henry. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, yeah, that helps. But then like, that's what I'm saying. It's like if, if Mitch goes to a place where he has, you know, if for some reason we don't drive Dak and we have him and the Cowboys run the ball with Zeke a bunch, you know, in 2016, he was out for half the year, of course. But then, you know, if he, he hadn't gotten, kicked out for half the year you know it, it it just sucks and i feel bad for mitch and he's always gonna be remembered as like the guy who crippled the bears for four years and it's like well, they, well no know, i don't i don't think Justin well that's the thing is i don't think they're gonna crip, i don't think he'll be remembered as the guy that crippled the bears because the answer is gonna be like the bears are fucking stupid to make that decision at that spot anyways and right. also again the bears are trash kind of just generally lately you know what i mean so like, yeah. i don't think he's gonna be the guy that crippled the bears i just feel like I don't know that he was ever going to be great. And then on top of that, like, it was just such a wild decision to pick him at two. You know what I mean? Like, that was just, even as a Mitch fan, you had to be like, why the fuck would you take him at two? Like, if you decided he was your guy just straight down because the nobody was going to snag him. Like, what was that conversation like? Do you think the Bears had him super high on their board and no one else did, but they didn't realize it? And the, the team that they... They had, well, they were like, like the team at three, they're like, well, we're definitely taking a QB. And they're like, fuck, they're going to take Mitch. And then they took <laughs> Mitch and the team was like, bro, he's my eighth quarterback off the board. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, well, there's that video. I, I don't know if you got a chance to see it. There's like a video of um, draft night where Ryan Pace, the GM, he's like in a room and he's got like a piece of paper. He's like the consensus quarterback, number one, 
a unanimous decision here in the study here in the room. Let's go ahead and do this. And like apparently like it wasn't just like Ryan Pace being like, This is our guy, this is our guy, this is our guy, fuck y'all. It was like pretty much the whole front office be or the whole people in that room were like, Yeah, I think he'll be a good pick. So Right, but I don't think any other team thought that, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, the Bears the were the happened? only room that did something that dumb. Right. Um, exactly. God, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah. But with the uh, – and then the 10th pick was Devontae. And I think we – yeah, that, and that's it so far. So, right now we're just going to – So, who do, who do the Bears have? Who who are the rest of the players on the Bears team? Like, do, um, do they have any yeah, wide receiver, they have – Allen Robinson, he's been pretty okay. good, although he's been a little uh, peeved at the team, but I think this will help. Uh, um, running back, they have um, not Jordan Howard. They got this guy that's actually been pretty good that uh, our friend Elliot had in fantasy, and he had like 20 points for five games straight, so they have him, and he's been solid. Um, and I think that's it. Okay. I can't think of anybody else who I would say like, ooh, that guy's going to be a playmaker, right? Um yeah, but I I think Justin Fields is a solid pick. I mean, it kind of yes, came out of yeah. nowhere, but it, it's a solid pick. You know, yeah, Mac I mean, Jones. When... Hold on, Mac Jones salty as shit right now because he thought he was getting taken third. They yeah. they oh, hit him with Mac the, Jones. They hit him with the old fucking uh, switcheroo, <laughs> picked up Trey Lance, and then the guy that everyone was like, oh, well, Mac Jones is better than Justin Fields. Fucking Justin Fields got picked first. Yeah. He's like, you sons Fuck of bitches. Mac Jones. He's he's a uh, yeah. They call him Maga Jones on Twitter. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Never mind then. Fuck him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like they said, somebody posted a tweet. They were like, um, "Mac Jones after that pick, the Cowboys the picked pick. up did it in inside linebacker Mika Parsons." Oh, uh, I'll take that. That I don't, aren't we flush at linebacker? I feel like we have. Well, like, Sean Lee just retired. He was always hurt anyways. We were basically operating without him. <laughs> so now we got three. I guess we got three. You know, I guess, you know, we got, um, what's his name? Jalen uh, Smith. Jalen Smith. Uh, Van Der Esch. Yeah, Leighton Van Der Esch. And, and Parsons. Parsons. That's a very young core. I, I, we'll see. I, I, I feel like, like that. I, I feel like, like that. That sounds like uh, the Bears, you know, when they had Erlacher and the other guy and uh, Peanut and what's his and the other? I forget the other fucking linebacker that they had that was really good. Yeah. All right, I mean, I, I'm okay with it. I I feel like we could have... There's a couple other positions we could have used a little more. Um, like an offensive lineman or... I don't know, like a cornerback. But uh, your two, the two big cornerbacks got taken already. So, I guess, yeah, I guess I see it. Yeah, I'm about to send you something. Apparently, this person in this costume is... Oh, no. Mac Jones. Oh, why are you doing this to me? What? <sighs> Let's see. All right, so this is this uh, this Twitter. This too slim to be Mac Jones. There's no way. That's <laughs> not Mac Jones. Apparently, that's Mac Jones. <laughs> nah, that's not. There's no way. Why well, am man? Nah. Why? First of all, his legs are way too small to be Mac Jones. There's no way. Well, and then look at the picture right under it. Yeah, I can't hide that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That that's a that. This is your king at third. <laughs> Oh, fuck. That's... All right. Well, God damn it. Well, I hope at this point, just don't even get taken in the first round. 
Um, <laughs> well, that's what's so crazy, is right? They, they win the national championship. Even after they win the national championship, they go, oh, the ladies will be taken is like late first, early second, right? Yeah. Go, okay, cool. That's fine. And then somehow, out of nowhere, I don't know where this started, where it came from, he's going third to the 49ers. I'm like, who, who, where, when, from how? Yeah. At the combine? I heard he overthrew. Like, like unless, right? Like, yeah, I mean, to be fair, everyone was clowning the 49ers for saying Mac Jones. So maybe this was all just a fucking ploy in the very, like, from the <laughs> get. Kyle Shanahan was like, tell everybody we're drafting Mac Jones. <laughs> it'll be yeah. rude. It'll be... But that's the thing is that, like, why? Because they're number three, right? Like, nobody, what do you think, that they were going to, you know, they were going to take Trey Lance at two? Well, hold on. No, Zach Wilson was the guy. Hold on, let's see. Uh, what the, f- uh, God, I'm trying to find the draft order again. Let's see. Was there anybody in their division right after, the, or like somewhere close after them? Oh boy, just started this fucking video with Dan Arlovsky. Don't want to. Uh, hear. the next person after the forty nine from their is the nobody. The Cardinals at sixteen. Okay, well then, never mind. I don't know. I was gonna say like maybe they were like some team was like all right, like some team in their division down the line was like all right, if they're picking Mac Jones, we can pick up Trey Lance. But I mean, at sixteen, I don't think Trey Lance was ever gonna be there. Right. Um. But yeah. Fuck. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we got an inside linebacker. I I was a little iffy about it. I clicked on it. It says he's. Uh, I fucking clicked off of it to try and figure out this thing. God damn it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, draft cast, fucking go back, click this, there we go, hold on. I feel so Six. bad because literally there isn't a single person who is texting me or who is posting on Twitter who is happy. For, literally for everybody what? I know is pissed. I have an Eagles fan texting me and he's like, I'm so pissed, I wanted the Eagles to take fields and trade Hurts. I have a <laughs> Panthers fan being like, what the fuck, this is bullshit, I wanted, um, her, uh, what's his name, Fields. Whew. I don't um, mind the linebacker, I'll take it. Yeah, I don't. I also don't mind it, but I, I definitely feel better about it once I read he is 6'3", 245, and ran a 4.3640. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. 4.36? Jesus Christ. That's a on legs. <laughs> I'm fucking in there, bro. Now I'm in. I'm all in. My man's <laughs> fast. Uh, Let's fucking dude, like, go. <laughs> if Jalen Smith... So last year, Jalen Smith was a little... Oh, but yeah, if he can he, get back to two years ago, yeah. and Van Der Esch can get back to two years ago as well. To not being Sean Lee and hurt all the time? Yeah. And I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I feel like Tony Romo. I don't know, Jim. I don't know. <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, teams are still just going to... See, here's the deal, right? I can be happy that we have an amazing linebacker core, right? But right. all I can see, all I can see, when I close, when you close your eyes, right? You close mm-hmm. your eyes, and you see the Cowboys on defense, right? And, and you watch a play unfold. doesn't have to be against any team in particular. And mm-hmm. you just see, like, wide receivers moving. You, all I see is a blown coverage with a fucking wide receiver running wide-ass open in the back. And some dude just <laughs> fucking lobbing one in. That's all I see. Uh-huh. I don't even see, like, dudes getting beat on moves. I just uh-huh. see, like, uh-huh. I literally see, like, a cornerback on the outside. And then, like... As he's backpedaling, he's drifting towards the middle because he thinks he has help over the top. And then our safety just being like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And like, it's just <laughs> fucking, you know, gone. Wide uh-huh. open. That's what I see in my mind's eye. Like, uh-huh. we're good up close, but like, I just see blown coverages. 
So close your eyes and let the words paint a thousand pictures. One good <laughs> linebacker's worth a thousand bitches. <laughs> One good linebacker's worth a thousand blitzes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh fuck. All right, well, that's the episode, guys. I, my, my fucking, my vision of uh, us picking offensive linebacker did not, or offensive lineman Damn, did not dude. come true. I would have, we, it would have been like, you would have heard like, you know, when the, when somebody passes out or like a, a, what is it called? Like when they have a found footage camera movie yeah. and somebody gets attacked by the monster, you just hear. <laughs> 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 Yo, no, I'd have played the fucking, uh, the super hot fucking thing, the super hot fire, like rap battle words. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> or the fucking, uh, we talked about here before, the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. All right, well, that's the episode, guys. Oh, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at T Money Bags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Evercastro92, and I am actually very excited next week to talk about where the, the Carolina players um, ended up. I, I was going to say, I wish they would end up with the Cowboys, but literally they're all two wide receivers, a linebacker, and two running backs, and we're kind of <laughs> We're on flush on those. Exactly. So, <laughs> Yeah, if we oh took well. another wide receiver, I'd, I'd have fucking flipped. You'd have heard it the other way, right? right. Uh, you'd, you'd have heard, like, boo this man! <laughs> boo him! <laughs> Oh god. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, but so there's that. If you want to catch the podcast directly, you can catch us at Diff Animals Pod uh on Instagram and Twitter, and you can email us directly at differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com. Um as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace. See ya. Oh wait. Mm. Specifically for Kenny, who messaged us. Eight minutes ago, and asked we're going to the Super Bowl this year. You goddamn right. You goddamn right. We're going to the Super Bowl. Can't even suck my dick from the back. Peace. <laughs>